Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. City's News Talk, AM 1130 and 103.5 FM. This is the Friday Roundtable, Hour 3, which means that we do have a parody song contest coming up a little bit later. Your prize this week is a uh, is a Canterbury Park prize pack, right, Sam? Yes, it is. All right. Lots of, is, uh, you get tickets, you get betting vouchers, you get some, some food vouchers, you get all sorts of great stuff. Representative Tom Emmer will be uh, joining us here in uh, just a few minutes. Joining us in studio, Representative Nick Zeroas and comedian uh, Brian Miller. A couple of items while we await to talk to Representative Emmer. Uh, with the flooding, the water subsiding now in the Houston area, a number of stories now talking about what the after effects are going to be. Uh, one story I have here from MNN.com, six dangerous side effects of flooding. We're going to run through these really quick. And we were talking about this a bit uh, yesterday. So the the again, the area affected was the size of of Lake Michigan. I mean, it's just absolutely just so much devastation in such a large area. And now that the water's reciting, there's all these other circumstances that things are gonna have to deal with. Uh mold. Mold growing on the walls of the water-damaged homes uh, is going to be a massive issue. I remember I was in a house for a while that had some mold growing in it. It's nasty. Mm. Sewage, where it shouldn't be. Like we talked about yesterday, imagine taking a house and just dumping it in a body of water and just the amount of how tainted the uh, the, the water would end up getting. Mosquitoes in the standing the water. Sewage goes somewhere where it's not supposed to be. Right? Oh, uh, uh, uh. Always bad. Always, Always bad. bad. Mm, always yeah. a problem. 100% of the time. <laughs> It's never, mm-hmm. never a good time. Like, oh, it worked out <laughs> this time. Unexpected sewage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, said no one ever. Are you doing a live read right now? Is that somebody's new slogan? <laughs> mosquitoes in standing water, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, fuel where is should... mosquitoes? What's that? I don't want your Twitter account to get suspended. Yeah, that's right. We had a guy that had his Twitter account suspended for saying he was going to kill. He killed a mosquito, and Twitter flagged it and took his account away. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, wow. we had it earlier this morning. I was on the Sam's Top 5. Uh, fuel where it shouldn't be. One individual who lived in the path of Hurricane Sandy back in 2012 uh, wrote about that more than a week after Hurricane Sandy struck their town, the block where they lived reeked of gasoline. The neighbors had filled up their propane tanks days before the hurricane, and then it got knocked over and poured into the rushing floodwaters during the storm surge. That ain't good. Plus, the prevalence of boats in the area also contributed to the seepage of gasoline into the floodwaters, which then was dispersed throughout the neighborhood. Everything in my home that touched floodwater had a distinct smell of gasoline on Gross. it. Oof. It reminds me of, uh, sadly, if there's a, a really good Ron White joke about tornadoes, about it's not that the wind is blowing, it's what the wind is blowing. It's yeah. so dangerous. When you think of floodwater, it's bad enough to think of just lake water, but it's, sure. you know, What's in everything's it? in there now. You know, I mean, the, yeah, you've got everything. You've got sewage, debris, got dead animals, chemicals. Yeah, yeah, bacteria. Yeah, animals are on the list. Yeah. Snake, snakes, fro- crocodiles, and frogs. <gasps> Ooh. Well, and 
on top on top of that yeah. too when when you have situations like this and you think about livestock that are stuck in these floodwaters when when they're able to be saved after the water has subsided subsided a little bit i mean this has happened like with flooding in louisiana i think last year um there were a lot of stories going around in the horse community where horses essentially had chemical burns on their legs and stomachs when they were oh. standing in the water and their skin it was just coming Ooh. off Oof. Um, so it's just a lot of the horses and cattle and everything that are stuck in this water right now. It's just terrible. And there were several videos going uh, around of, of guys on horseback res- rescuing other horses that were stuck mm-hmm. in the stable. And the water was up. I mean, it was you couldn't see the horse's legs yeah. dealing with that. Just, uh, just incredible. Um, bacteria and not the good kind, according to the story. Bacteria, parasites, viruses such as the norovirus can spread as homes lose electricity. People gather uh, in uh, t- close spaces to access clean water that then becomes limited. Look, all of this is just uh, if you can donate, if you can help, you know, anything that you can contribute. If you go to TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com, there's links available there where you can go and, and help out in the circumstance. It's just going to be and, and, and a long are, time. These are sort of the unthought of side effects and, and consequences of flooding that, that don't people don't always think about. You know, they think of the water damage first and foremost, mm-hmm. but then the, with that comes, you know, like, like we mentioned, a, a ton of other problems. But when it comes to just the, the long-term impacts on the city of Houston as a whole, I mean, this city is not going to be maybe ever be the same again in terms of its stature and its size and its population and its economic activity. Uh, but if it ever does get back to where it was again, I mean, it's going to take over a decade. I mean, think about, think about how many businesses, how many small businesses, right? Mom and pop retail shops, convenience yeah. stores, dry cleaning places, restaurants, those types of things that are destroyed. Mm-hmm. You know, their they're, they're, they're building, their brick and mortar building is absolutely destroyed. And how many of those businesses put yourself in their shoes? Are you going to take the insurance payment? And 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 take take a hike, you know, go somewhere else, start up somewhere new, or are you going to take the time to rebuild? I would venture that the majority of them are going to be like, all right, take the insurance payment. It was a good run. Now I'm going to go. Now think about every employee that is employed by those businesses. Yeah. Well, and what in many 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 cases, what insurance payment? As they say, upwards to eighty five to ninety percent of the homes and businesses that were affected were outside of any type of uh, 100-year floodplain, mm-hmm. mm, by far the majority of those homes and businesses will have had no federal flood insurance um, and therefore will have no insurance payment coming for them. So, yes, the, the, the length and devastation of what is coming for the people of the greater Houston yeah. area is just awful. I think, you know, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people that live in that area, in the area that's impacted Houston and the and the surrounding areas, are probably leaving and probably not coming back. Now, now all of that being said, though, look at the resurgence of New Orleans yes. following mm-hmm. Katrina. Yes. So it, it took about a decade, though. It yeah. kind of, and right. there are still yeah. areas in the lower Ninth Ward that have not fully recovered. Correct. So there's there's that bit of reality, but New Orleans is a thriving uh, city mm-hmm. once again. It is mm-hmm. a frequent convention and, and conference destination, and and it has for the most part 
recovered. But you're right. It was at the seven to ten year mark yeah, before it, it was fully back. And then, of course, just the, you think of the tragedy of all those poor people who moved to Houston because oh. they relocated from oh. New Orleans, having right. this. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh man, that, I bet that is that was a, one a of the, not small number of people. That was one of the main destinations. Yeah. Well, there was a there's a story out of the Guardian. Um, and we've got a number of stories as it as, as it relates to what's been happening down there. But the story out of the Guardian uh, out of the Guardian uh, says the real villains of Harvey Flood, uh, urban sprawl, and the politicians who who allowed it. Now we can go around the room on this because I am because I am curious. So the argument they lay out, they say Houston has quietly become the fourth largest and fastest growing city due in large part to cheap housing, but the latter has come as a, as a, at a cost to its safety. The swamps and wetlands that once characterized Houston's uh, land have been replaced with strip malls and suburban tracks. You know the sort of the common arguments when you hear the term urban sprawl. When they get into the story, they, they go and they point to Holland and the Dutch, okay? So they say good band. They some have already begun to point to Holland where the world's most complex flood control system operates and to proclaim that if the Dutch can do it, so can the United States. This simply isn't true. The Netherlands has a much higher tax rate, giving it more resources per person in inf- uh, to invest in its infrastructure. Dutch storms are also less intense and bring a lower surge heights and less rainfall than their American counterparts. So they talk about erecting another barrier like the one that they did rimming New Orleans. You know, the part of the article here that 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 drives me nuts is that they want to look at and you know the argument, and Nick, I can see the look on your on your face. You know where this is going when it comes to the way that Holland does things, the you know, comparatively speaking to the way that America does things. And it's easier when you've got uh, a much smaller region that has been set in their ways for decades and a particular type of government and expectation. I guess I would argue that when it comes to what do we do moving forward, you can look at can you put up something like New Orleans put, but at the same time, we're also better equipped as individuals to go and have resources to get ourselves on to repairing, to replacing, to moving on with life, less dependency on the government coming in and, and, and providing than a place like Holland where they're used to having that type of, of government come in and help them. Well, this article is a great example of um, never let a good tragedy go to waste uh, and not push your political an ideological agenda, which we've seen from the far-left media over the last several uh, days. Um, at some point, as a society, we need to just realize that sometimes bad storms happen and areas get flooded. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily someone's fault. <laughs> and this idea right. Right. of constantly trying to find someone to blame it's it's the houston mayor that said don't evacuate it's the placement of this strip mall Mm -hmm. it's uh that the president wore uh the wrong hat and the first lady walked to the helicopter in uh stilettos uh and not just the, the, the blame game that always happens, but the reaction afterwards of what can we do to make sure this never happens again? Well, it hasn't happened in 500 years. Right. And, and I think so, we need, to, I think we need to, to accept a level of risk 
in society, in our lives, that, that extraordinary things can happen that you absolutely... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Absolutely cannot prepare for. And, and totally agreed. That said, have you guys been to Houston? It is, I have, sprawl doesn't even begin to cover mm-hmm. it. it. It is a very poorly constructed planned city in that way. I mean, it goes on forever. There's like, there's not a, hardly a block that has a building more than three stories, but it goes on for 60 miles in either yeah. direction. And so, I, I mean, I, I don't know how you change that. I, I don't know what you do about that, but it is, it's not going to stop the, hur- well, the hurricane. And then, you know, put together the list of the regions in America that deal with, you know, very specific incidents of natural destruction. You know, if you look to California, mm-hmm. you with the, you get the landslide yep. problem. They had a drought. So you can just hang in California for a while. Landslide problem when, you know, and mm-hmm. then you have the drought problem they had yep. for a while. Then you got the earthquake issue. Yep. Wildfires. Right? You know, <laughs> wildfires. I mean, these are just, these are things that you end up in. You, and, you ha- and then you've got regions that are prone to get flooded, you know, and, and areas, a tornado, you know, re, you know, areas where tornadoes come ripping through. It's. We get hit with big snowstorms. You right, know, right, we, we, right. People Paralyzing you, snowstorms. People say, how do you deal with that? And you go, well, we've learned. We yeah, know no, that's you, a thing we're going to have to deal with, and we do our best to address it. Well, yeah. Hopefully we advance to that geostorm phase with that movie coming out where we can control the climate via technology, and it won't turn against us. Oh, I just thought Alex Jones thing. We're already doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just making the frogs gay. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> well, that's that's step one. Is that oh, why? That's right, sorry. We got to do that that's first. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Joined now, uh, perfect timing. Poor guy. <laughs> Representative Why does this always happen? Tom Emmer, good morning, sir. Good morning. I'm not sure what I stepped into. Good morning. <laughs> uh, you stepped into where, where the conversation uh, uh, starts to get a little silly. Now, we are, uh, we are a little bit late in this segment. Uh, do you want to hang on for a couple minutes, and we can bring you sure. back on at the, uh, at the beginning of the next segment? Because we do Absolutely. have a couple things relevant to, uh, to the devastation in Texas that I want to ask you about. Sure. All right. Uh, Representative Tom Emmer, hang on the line, and we will uh, we'll bring you back in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Drew, should we do a preview of the parody song uh, contest? Uh, again, this sure. is not your time to call in. This is just to kind of, kind of give you a glimpse to prepare yourself for when we play it for you to win the prizes coming up a little bit later yep. on in the hour. We'll do a quick preview now. Do not call in. We can't. Uh, we will not take calls until after 8.30, but after 8.30, the first person that correctly identifies uh, all five stories that are being referenced in this parody song contest are going to win our Canterbury Park prize pack. When she went walking in Houston. Seeing King's movie. I guess Steven doesn't think Trump is groovy, but King's being a dumbass. She went to the land down under and won't say sorry for a blunder.
All right, 830-651-995855. If you can identify what those songs are referencing, you're going to win. You're going to win a Canterbury Park Daily Double Pack. It includes two free admission tickets, two free regular programs, two $2 betting vouchers, two $5 meal deals, $10 blackjack match play, and a 10% gift certificate at the gift shop. Representative Tom Emmer next on Twin Cities News Talk. Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, 103.5 FM. Justice Andrew along with Sam. We've got comedian Brian Miller, Representative Nick Zerwas joining us in studio. Monday morning, we are going to be live back out at the fair. Come out and join us. We'll be uh, on 9 until uh, 11. Got a lot of great guests to join us, so yep. make plans to come on out. All the scheduling and the details is available at TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. Yeah, we'll have a Best of Justice and Drew from 6 to 9, and then we will be live 9 to 11, and I'll be there tonight for the Minnesota Beer Cast starting at 8 at the Twin Cities News Talk booth. Uh, Representative Tom Emmer, thank you for hanging on. Really appreciate your patience. Yeah, sorry, I was late. No, 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 it's all, it's quite all right. You're a busy man. We're busy. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, let right. it. We'll let it. We'll let it slide. Uh, at relevant. AM in the morning. Yes. <laughs> relevant to uh, to what we've been talking about with uh, with Hurricane Harvey. Uh, yeah, obviously, uh, one of the one of the stories that got a lot of headlines around the news this week is is uh, is, is some budget proposals that had been in place for a long time and been negotiated for for well leading up to this and, and aren't had nothing to do with Hurricane Harvey but have to do with sort of the budget or the disaster relief fund but one of the things that uh, that is on tap for September is uh, flood insurance reauthorization and reform can you talk about that a little bit and what that might mean to the people uh, in Texas specifically well it's going to mean a lot i mean we're 21 i don't know that it'll mean a lot to the folks in Houston the bigger issue for the people in Houston is going to be, what does the package look like? And uh, can, uh, you know, the articles in the last couple of days, uh, Ted Cruz and many of the people within the uh, Texas delegation voted against uh, all kinds of relief for Hurricane uh, uh, Sandy, you remember, uh, going up the East Coast. And uh, there's a lot of folks that are pretty upset because now they are calling for, uh, you know, they're, they're calling for help. Uh, in Houston, the same people that would not vote for these uh, these bills that provided relief. Uh, what does it mean? We're 21, uh, I think it is, billion uh, in a shortfall in the uh, federal uh, flood insurance program, which has existed since 1968. And there are major reforms that are on the table. Uh, that that uh, program, though, the uh, National Flood Insurance Program, is up for renewal. It has to be reauthorized before the end of September. So I suppose if there's anything that's going to uh, mean something to the folks of Houston, it is whether or not Congress can get its act together and get that thing reauthorized before the end of uh, September with the uh, the reforms that have come out of the House. Uh, and those reforms, if anybody is interested, uh, those reforms primarily are moving it back to a private-based uh, insurance program, allowing private insurance companies, the ability to evaluate risk properly. And then people have to understand the National Flood Insurance Program, it benefits uh, the wealthy much more than any other program. In fact, I think uh, 80% of the homes that are insured under this program uh, are well over $100,000 in value. So uh, how it impacts uh, the folks in Houston, I suppose, is the reauthorization and then how it uh, impacts uh, the citizens, the taxpayers of the United States is whether or not we get these reforms done. Uh, and the question is, can we, uh, can we work with the, uh, the, 
the representatives that uh, represent large uh, parts of the coastline, uh, primarily the southeast uh, in the east coast, where uh, you have some very wealthy property owners that benefit uh, uh, benefit in a uh, well, what's the word? They benefit, uh, and it, but we'll just say they benefit from this program more right. than the other. All right. We do want to ask you, with with uh, Congress getting back to work for a limited number of days, we want to ask you about a, a couple of things that may or may not be on the agenda and your confidence level in them. Before we get to uh, get to that, Representative Tom Emmer, um, real quick, uh, out of the uh, Pioneer Press and one of the big stories today, uh, but out of the Pioneer Press this morning, Minnesota Governor Mark Dayton uh, yesterday released a statement supporting the immigrants who were brought into this country as children without proper uh, immigration documentation. Dayton is now joined to others in support of the DREAMers for Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. We're hearing that uh, President Donald Trump may make some type of move um, ahead of that expiring for the individuals that are currently on the uh, program. Your expectations on that and your thoughts on what should happen with Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals moving forward. Yeah, otherwise or more commonly known as the DACA program, yep. which uh, President Obama uh loosened up. Quite frankly, uh, the last administration wasn't interested in uh, su- supporting, enforcing the laws that are on the books. Uh, you know what, John? I'm going to wait and see what it is the president is actually going to do. There's much speculation about, you know, he's going to end this program. Uh, he's not going to, uh, he's he's going to do this. He's going to do that. I would say that since the original, the the bad rollout of his immigration uh, proposal early on in his administration, the president and his administration have been more thoughtful and been more careful about how they do this. And as a representative, an elected uh, representative that's going to be asked to weigh in on this sort of thing, I'm going to wait until we see what it is that his uh, that he's proposing we do uh, before I start to react to that stuff. This is a very emotional issue. Uh, people on both sides of it. And uh, for me, when it comes to immigration, we should enforce the laws we already have on the books. If we are going to be a civil society that is based on the rule of law, then you should enforce the rule of law. And if you don't like the laws or they're not working, then you should change them. You shouldn't just have the executive saying we're not going to enforce them. So Yeah, and that's where I keep... Yeah, let's that's where I keep coming back to on this whole DACA thing is like, I, I think it's a really fair. I think it's a very important debate to have. I think it's a very nuanced issue. It's not a black and white, easy issue uh, to fall on, on one side or the other of. However, all that being said, the place to solve this issue is through the legislature and not through executive order. Um, We learned a little bit about uh, President Trump's priorities regarding tax reform, and obviously that's going to be a major priority uh, coming up here when you guys get back to work. And uh, you you gave a speech at an AFP event uh, last week or the week before, I forget, where uh, you made some headlines regarding, you know, you want people to be able to file their taxes on on the back of a postcard. And, And I love that idea. I love that concept. I mean, keep the tax code as simple as possible. Do you have any sort of indication as to the direction that Congress is going to take in regards to tax reform? And, uh, and will, uh, are, will, will President Trump's priorities and, and the things that he laid out, will that be, uh, will that be the, the, the way that Congress goes or, or, or is Congress looking in possibly a different direction? No, no, no. I, I think uh, if you if – you... Oh. Hello? I think we might have lost Tom Emmer. Yep. Representative Emmer? 
Oh, dang. Oh. I asked, my question took too long. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gentlemen, are you there? Yes. Yeah, there you are. I do not know what happened right We found him. Yeah, my phone just went dead for a minute. Anyway, I think we do have an idea of what the the Trump administration is interested in because we've got Gary Cohn. One of the uh, in, inner circle advisors, we've got Steve Mnuchin, who uh, is the uh, Secretary of the Treasury. They are all in. They are working on behalf of the administration on tax reform. you got uh, uh, Senator Hatch, who's working on the, uh, on the Senate side. you got uh, Kevin Brady on the House side. They've all been working through the month of August, trying to reach points of agreement when it comes to tax reform. I think uh, before we left uh, Washington at the end of July, there was an announcement that we were not going to have the border adjustment tax as part of tax reform. So uh, when you ask, do we have an idea? Yes, we do. We have an idea that uh, the Trump priorities are going to be the, the priorities of both the House and the Senate. Now, the question is, will the House and the Senate be able to get some of their priorities into the bill? And uh, the one that you bring up, Andrew, I think is one of the most important. You want to put the IRS out of business? You yeah. want to give uh, the power back to the American taxpayer. You simplify this tax code. You make it easy for people to actually understand it and to file their taxes. Could you imagine a situation where you're able to take a postcard and fill out the numbers on the postcard and mail it in and your taxes are done? Yeah. Now, I understand there's a whole industry that's been built up around preparing taxes and making sure that we, uh, we have representation when we have to respond to the government when they're asking questions about taxes or audits. But uh, the fact remains that it's too complicated for the average uh, American citizen to understand, and it's done on purpose. Yeah, exactly. It's so frustrating when you start to look into the amount of money that is spent on tax compliance yeah. alone, just the amount of money that businesses, corporations, and individuals spend on making sure that they're compliant with the tax code and then still have to pay the taxes on top of that. I only, we only have a couple minutes left, but I do want to ask uh, real quick. Um, I've had a few listeners reach out to me about this. Is there any appetite in Congress that you can tell for real substantive tax reform in the, to- in the form of possibly shifting away from the concept of income taxes and moving more towards something, uh, some sort of consumption tax. Yeah, you're talking about like the fair tax. Like the fair uh, tax, but, you know, yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be that, spe- that specific plan. You know, it's, uh, it's something that I'm interested in, but right now there is not. I, I just don't think you're going to see that uh, uh, stark a, uh, uh, a step, that bold a step. I, I wish we would. Uh, Rob Whittall out of Florida has had this bill for a couple of years. I'm a co-author of it. Unfortunately, we probably have less than 50 co-authors on the fair tax bill. So, and you don't hear those words coming out of the uh, the White House. That doesn't right. mean that isn't to say that it can't happen because it could. But I think it's very unlikely. I think with this president, you stand the greatest chance. Yeah. When um, we're not hearing that kind of uh, we're not hearing those words coming out of the White House right now. 
One more thing, and then we'll let you go, uh, Representative Tom Emmer, and that is with the uh, with the sort of limited time that, that Congress is going to have, uh, you know, a number of different items, whether it's, you know, still looking at what to do on health care or taxes. Priority-wise, what do you think is realistic that can get that, that can get done in those uh, in the in the time that's remaining? Well, I think we're going to get the appropriations process done the second we get back. I'm I'm really hoping the Senate will uh, will be rolling right away because there's a chance that for the first time since 1998 we could get a full appropriations process done before the end of uh, September. That'd be phenomenal. Second, I think you're going to see the tax reform. Third, I think you're going to see uh, health care come back before the end of the year. It has to. Yeah. Even though we have even though we have less than 50 legislative days to get this done, and then you're going to see the uh, national flood insurance program reauthorization. You're going to see the FAA. Uh, bill that's going to come through, which is a complete rework of uh, the way we do air traffic controlling and all that. You'll uh, you'll see that. Uh, and before the end of the year, uh, you'll probably also have a major infrastructure bill that is uh, debated and talked about so that it's ready for the beginning of next year. If we get uh, the appropriations process, something done with health care and taxes done, I think it'd be huge uh, for the American public and for this country. So, Look for those things before the end of the year, but it's a it's a quick sprint to January, guys. Yeah, yeah. Tom Emmer, thank you so much for your time this morning. Appreciate hearing from you. Look forward to catching up with you again next week. Hey, have a great Labor Day, guys. Take care. All right, coming up, we're going to go rapid fire on a couple of uh, stories. We have some really uh, interesting uh, cop chases man stories that we will uh, get to. Plus, um, local com- well, local comedian. Uh, but Josh Blue, oh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about this. He was assaulted in a uh, in a bar bathroom um, uh, just recently. We'll get to some details on that. But right now, we have your parody song contest this morning. Your chance to uh, pick up prizes. Yeah, your prize is going to be a Canterbury Park Daily Double Pack. It includes. A lot. Two free admission <laughs> tickets, two free regular programs, two $2 betting vouchers, two $5 meal deals, a $10 blackjack match play, and a 10% off gift certificate at the gift shop. And a banana bundle. And a- that's, that's not true. <laughs> I promise no bananas. Banana bundles may be optional. But hey, if you want a fun day out at Canterbury Park, yeah, definitely it's, you're it's going to want to play the Parody Song Contest. Yeah, it's an awesome par- It's an awesome uh, prize, an awesome prize pack. Uh, all you got to do is call 651-999-5855 and correctly identify which stories that we covered on the show this week are being referenced in this week's Parody Song Montage. When she went walking in Houston. Seeing King's movie. I guess Steven doesn't think Trump is groovy, but King's being a dumbass. She went to the land down under and won't say sorry for a blunder. City's News Talk, AM 1130, 103.5 FM. Justice and Drew, along with Sam, who may or may not have broken her foot just a moment ago. I don't think it's broken. It's just like a... We have taken care of the the problem, though. We have? 
Well, yeah, there were some tables that were set up by the by the by the main door to come to this part oh, of the yeah, building, yeah, yeah. Okay. and so every time walking through there, I always think to myself, "God, I'm going to break an ankle." Someone's going to, and then you <laughs> you, you hit it. Ankle. So I think they're in the process of being moved. Who did you talk to? Just somebody out there. Oh, so sounds like a good <laughs> no. source. Where, 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 <laughs> somebody who can somebody who can <laughs> who can, who can handle it, and take it. Yeah, dude, whatever. <laughs> that's just like a random. That's how that conversation. Would go. <laughs> well, it was actually kind of awkward because I told the person, and then they said, "Well, I think we can just move them." Yeah, we'll just move them. There was a lot of we involved, right. and ah. then I just kept walking. I'm like, I have to get back to my show. Yeah, so passive aggressive saying a way of saying, "Why haven't you moved them?" Then, yeah, John? I don't. Well, because because I'm not the person to. It's not in my job description. I'm talent. That's how my. Uh, <laughs> That's how my mom asks my sisters. <laughs> <laughs> normally vicious and unnecessary and not true. You would only be that offended by it if it's true. That was not at, at all. You know, I'm not going to promo you your stupid parody song. The Justice Revolt. That's, that's not my job. My Amazing Force Friday continues. You just go. <laughs> 651-989-5855 is the phone number. some action figures. The first caller that can correctly identify what stories are being referenced in this week's parody song contest is going to win a Canterbury Park prize pack. Yes, we have a lot of prizes this week. So it's going to be I hope Canter- it's full of Star Wars toys. It's not. I'm oh. sorry. But it is full of other great prizes. It's the Canterbury Park Daily Double Pack. It includes two free admission tickets, two free regular programs, two $2 betting vouchers, two $5 meal deals, $10 blackjack match play, and a 10% gift certificate at the gift shop. And a free chance, you know what, you can call in, make fun of John. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go ahead and play it again. Uh, 651-999-5855 is the phone number. When she went walking in Houston. Seeing King's movie. I guess Steven doesn't think Trump is groovy, but King's being a dumbass. She went to the land down under and won't say sorry for a blunder. Lip syncing, baby. Six five one nine eight nine five eight five five. I know it's really difficult because Drew made it really hard this week. But if you can go and identify what stories those parody song contests, <laughs> you know, what is, what is... songs are referencing, you'll win the prize. A pox on both your houses. <laughs> well, I knew it escalated when John demanded the TCNT intern begin going to every Walmart store on his That did not happen. I did I did map out my, my path home today since my plans this morning were thwarted. We haven't had an intern in like five years, so <laughs> I'm pretty well but but uh does it count if the fact that like for the first year and a half that I worked here, I'm pretty sure that everyone thought I was an intern. <laughs> We should probably establish just re- just briefly while we uh, line some uh, winners up for the parody song contest what we're even talking about. Today is the day when all the Star Wars toys come out. Sure. For- Force Friday, Force too. Friday. So I, I had been planning for this day. And actually pre- Let me explain myself. And I went to... I actually went to my local Walmart yesterday to pre-game it 
and was very concerned. You mapped out your route? I did. Yeah. Was very concerned because they hadn't started to to put everything up yet. Oh. And I knew there was going to be a lot to put up. And sure enough, when I arrived this morning at 3 a.m. to my local Walmart, there was one guy who had like not a weirdo. who had not unboxed everything, who also apparently was Russian and didn't speak English. To which didn't understand that I wanted him to open up boxes so that I could buy certain products. And then all the other Walmarts in the drive-in didn't open until after six. I, I come to this country from oppression, and you want me to open box of plastic girls? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what he sounded like. In my country, Star Wars toys buy you. <laughs> no? Yakov no, Yakov no, Yakov I'm following you. Uh, I'm following you. Yeah, didn't fly. No, I'm still mad no, at you. It was you pretty gotta, crappy. No, in Soviet Russia, <laughs> uh, a toy right. buys you. You're right. God, she's... Wow. Half my age and does the Yakov When did you get caught up on Yakov Smirnov? You didn't know who he was she yesterday. That's just like is, a joke that every middle schooler does. She is does. good. She is good. <laughs> ben calling from Princeton. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. You want to take a crack at this week's parody song contest? Yeah. I didn't get to. Okay, okay Ben. Can you hear? Can Now's you the hear part where you talk. <laughs> Okay, oh, do you want to hear the parody song hold. again? Are you, are you a mime in a wind tunnel? <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam, Wait, why, why don't you go ahead and see? Check his connection and okay. make sure that he's, uh, he's maybe not just driving through a bad air. I think he was having some trouble hearing us. Or he's Russian. All right. <laughs> Couple of stories. So I talked to Ben. He said he can hear us just fine. All right. Okay. Ben, you there? Yes, I can hear you. All right, go ahead. Uh, what are your guesses in this week's parody song contest? Would you like to hear the songs again? Well, I didn't get... To hear the songs while I was on hold. Oh, we played them before you called. Oh. So let me get this straight. Oh. Ben, let me, <laughs> let me make sure surprised. we're all on the same page here. You're calling in to play the parody song contest, but you haven't heard the parody song contest. Well, it was like I called and the song was on. So I was trying to. All right. Listen. All right. I'm going to put you on hold. Here you go. We'll play it again. When she went walking in Houston. Seeing King's movie. I guess Steven doesn't think Trump is groovy, but King's being a dumbass. She went to the land down under and won't say sorry for a blunder. Lip sinking baby. Now, Ben, if you get all of those, uh, get all of them right, then you're going to win a Canterbury Park daily double pack, including so many things that just so many things. Two free admission <laughs> tickets, two free regular programs, two $2 betting vouchers, two $5 meal happened? deals, $10 blackjack match play, and a 10% gift certificate at the gift shop at Canterbury Park. So what yeah. have you got? All right, Ben, go. Well, well, the first one's definitely about Melania Trump. Okay. Um, the second one... I, I don't know. I, I think uh, the only one I can get is the first one. All right. Okay, all right. Thank you for trying, all Ben. Right. Yeah. Thank you for trying. And uh, com comedian Brian you, Miller wins the in-studio prize for don't correctly die. getting the closest to how many wrong he would end up getting. <laughs> I don't think Ben's calling from Princeton to school. <laughs> all right. <laughs>
Sorry, Ben. Everybody. Drew, oh, Sam, Brian, Nick. I didn't get two of them either. Follow, uh, follow me as we're all magically whisked away to uh, Surf City, North Carolina. Got a, got a story here. You ready? Oh, this is exactly where I want to go. Okay. Eight. Whoa. Don't take everything so personally. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a look. <laughs> Sorry. It's great radio, by the way. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Describe when the producer shows so much enthusiasm for the next story that I've been <laughs> trying to get to. Oh, can't wait for you to tell us whatever the story is going to be, John. She does that in one foul swoop. All right. Surf City, North Carolina. A traffic stop turned into a multi-agency sea rescue. All right. Okay. After a suspect... Uh, <laughs> Attempted to elude police officers. So it goes down like this. On Wednesday afternoon, Surf City police officers uh, stopped a 20-year-old Zachary Kingsbury. Police spotted contraband in Kingsbury's vehicle and asked the young man to step out of his car. Okay, shortly after the police began interviewing him, he took off on foot. Okay, so they're running away from cops. As Surf City police watched, he ran straight into the ocean (laughs) and began swimming away from shore. <laughs> okay. Well, this was wow. in uh, California, right? No, no, this is North Carolina. Okay, all right. So, City, North Carolina. To, so he's going to yeah, he's going to England. Okay, all right. Okay. So it gets better. So police then deployed Let's a drone. Here I come. They deployed a drone <laughs> to keep tabs on him. So there's video footage of this whole thing. Oh my god, yeah. So they had a had a drone going, they were able to track him for some time. Okay. At one point in the drone footage provided by the Surf City Police Department, <laughs> a shark can clearly be seen chasing Kingsbury through the water. Wait, this isn't funny anymore. It it was at this point that Kingsbury had been swimming for nearly an hour and was 4,000 feet from shore, the better part of a mile. Wow. Wow. That's when the chase became a rescue operation. (laughs) I I think the question we all need to be asking is, uh, is the police department's employing sharks now? Ooh, police shark. That's the Next question that, that, that we really need to get to the bottom of. 830, 730, uh, NBC. <laughs> no, 830 Eastern, 730 is a police shark. They wear the cutest little hats. The county emergency crews were then dispatched, including a, a fire marine unit. The U.S. Coast Guard was also called in to deploy a boat rescue and aerial units. After the two-hour search, he was eventually taken into custody around 7.45 p.m. <laughs> Gladly, probably at that point. Yeah, right. You know, I, I, I wonder how how far did he get out before it occurred to him that I don't have an end game here. <laughs> well, clearly the contraband is some type of performance enhancing drug. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's like Diana Nyad. Like Holy whatever Michael cow! Is using. <laughs> yeah. Well, Skill. I don't know. That doesn't help me swim. <laughs> <laughs> John, calling from Minneapolis. You uh, you've got some guesses on the parody song contest. Good morning. Yeah, unfortunately, only four out of five. Well, maybe we can uh, maybe we can hold your hand through this. Let's let's see. First one is Melania Trump wearing uh, the stiletto heels to Houston. Second one is uh, Stephen King won't allow President Trump to watch his movie. A uh, third one is Kathy Griffin whining about losing her friends and her ability to earn a living with bad comedy when she visited uh, Australia. Uh, fourth one, you got me on, and the fifth one is uh, uh, the bar that uh, contributed to David Duke's uh, campaign, so all his employees are quitting. All right. Let me ask you a question there, there, yep. John. Uh, do, do you recognize the artist 
that that originally performed the uh, the fourth one. Well, yeah, that's Frankie Valley. I hope they banish him to uh, the moon or something because I can't stand his music. You can choose whoa. not to listen to it. Yeah, you know. Well, I, I, and I do. I do not listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I've never heard anybody so angry about Frankie Valley. Did you get kicked out of the Jersey Boys? <laughs> Oh, yeah, they used to be called the Four Lovers before they became the that's uh, not Four Seasons. That's, that's... Did, you, uh, did you hear us when we talked about Frankie Valli earlier this week? Uh, yeah, no, I did hear it, and I know that uh, yeah. Yeah. one or two of you are yeah. big fans, and I don't understand that. Hey. But... <laughs> John, John, let me ask you a question. What do you think that that song in the parody song contest that is a Frankie Valli song could have been in reference to... Regarding something that happened on the, on the show. Well, I mean, the tune is to Sherry Baby. Right. But I, I don't but We recall, talked about... We, we, oh, maybe the animal or the birthing center at the state fair or something? Uh, you know what? We, we tried. We tried. John, I love you. I thank you for listening, but... Uh, you gave me the gong. Appreciate it. Have, have a wonderful day. Let's go to... Uh, right there. Anthony in St. Paul. I know, we gave it to him. Bring it home. Anthony. Um, you wouldn't be able to replay those, would you? Nope. <laughs> I got the first three. What? Did you, you said not, you got... Listen you to John's call just now. Yeah, I know them. So, <laughs> so the first one is on Melody's show. Right. On uh, how, how uh, Lady was making fun of her for the Beatles. Yeah. And then number two was what he said about um, Stephen King. And Stephen King doesn't want Trump to see the movies. Right. And three, Kathy Griffin not apologizing um, for, you know, the stupid thing she did. Right. Yep. I'm going to go to number four, and I'm going to say that uh, I'm getting four and five mixed up. But it doesn't matter. Okay order doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they're not in order. Okay. So there is, there is how uh, the guy donated to David Duke's campaign. Right. And the other one was about uh, Millie Camille. I remember you specifically saying there was oh. somebody that lists things. Right. Oh, there yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. We'll take it. Yes. Those are the words we were looking for. Mostly because we yeah, have a minute left in the show and we're out of time. Sam, we'll get your information, Anthony. Well done. You've won that uh, amazingly large uh, Canterbury prize pack, which uh, takes up about a half the show to describe. Yeah. But it's, a, it's a great prize pack. So. Well done. Join us on uh, Monday at the fair. We'll be there live 9 uh, to 11 at the uh, Twin Cities News Talk. Bring booth. me Fairfoot. Yeah. Bring me Fairfoot. Yeah. Bring me fried it. apple pie. It's yeah. so good. Uh, we will be there from 9 to 11. Uh, Best of Justice and Drew from 6 to 9. We're live 9 to 11 on Labor Day. I will be there tonight for the Minnesota Beer Cast. Brian Miller, you're going to be at Acme tomorrow night. Yes, I'm doing one show at Acme at 1030 Saturday night with Shane Torres. Nick Nick Zerwas. Buy a house for me. There you go. <laughs> Buy a house. Will you give me a house? And he he sells normal-sized houses, just so you know. Average-sized houses. Like, all sizes. He just takes a little cut. I'm going toy shopping. <laughs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.